Welcome to The Jarek Show, featuring your hosts, Javad Malik and Eric Krohn. Timely topics, poorly presented. <laughs> oh dear. I just realized that I was muted. I just got a, a, a private message from someone saying, you were muted, you fool. Um, yes, sorry about that. And you missed my excellent opening monologue. Well, for those of you that can lip read, you can go back and, and see what I was saying. It was absolutely hilarious and timely, uh, just a bit poorly presented. Speaking of poorly presented, we, we welcome a man who has not been properly presented since he was 13. Uh, Mr. Eric Crone, how are you doing? I just, yeah. <laughs> okay, so so everybody knows it's been kind of a, a rushed morning. We're a little compressed right now when we, when we did this early. So, um, yeah, this has been a, a little bit crazy morning. And that was just one of the funnier things ever. Um, I'm surprised you couldn't see me backstage just busting up. Um, but, yeah, you were muted, you fool. <laughs> oh, it's good to be back. So how's your week been? Uh, so oh, who's the fool now that it is muted? Haha. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, let's jump straight into the stories. No one really cares how your week was, Eric. Um, <laughs> oh, no, wrong, wrong story. MailChimp apparently is run by a bunch of monkeys and they have slipped on another digital banana peel. And <laughs> there, so the, for the second time in 12 months, um, you know, <clears throat> they've been a victim of uh, social engineering. Uh, some of their staff and contractors were sent phishing emails. They clicked on it or, you know, provided their credentials. Criminals took over those staff accounts and they're able to infiltrate a few hundred of customer accounts, which is really bad because MailChimp is whitelisted everywhere, pretty much. Um, you expect to see an email with and, and the thing is, because of the way it delivers it, it's from this, powered by MailChimp, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, as as a receiver of that email, you're like, yeah, all of this stuff is messed up anyway. There are no red flags for me to look out for. They come at weird times. It's, a, it's all this sort of stuff. And within that, you can embed malicious links or, or what have you. So it is pretty, pretty bad that, you know, MailChimp would fall for this uh, twice. Not that I'm victim blaming, but, you know, uh, as our resident griller, um, Eric, what have you got to say about this? Yeah, you know, the last time this happened, the other thing that they did with it is they were able to use it because this service was used for password resets. Mm -hmm. So they were able to take some of their customers, fire off a password reset thing and intercept it because they had control of these accounts. So they were able to reset some of the customers' uh, email addresses to it. At I mean, this is just, it's unfortunate. And, you know, we're usually pretty kind to organizations that get breached and we say, hey, you know, just basically don't let it happen again. Yet, in this case, it happened again. And it still blows my mind that it's always something simple like social engineering, right? It's still phishing. It's still, you know, people talk about, oh, well, what we do. It may not be as, as glamorous as red team stuff, but we really try to help people understand just how simple it is to fish your way into stuff like this and and. People still don't give it the time it deserves as far as securing that that area. It drives no. me crazy. No. It, it's like the simple advice, like, 
you know, eat healthy, go for a walk every day. It's not glamorous. It doesn't sound like really like <laughs> it, it's not like the keto diet or it's not like whatever. It's not the Wim Hof method. Uh, how, how am I supposed to get healthier than that? But, you know, you should try it, Eric. It, it really does work. Anyway, hmm. uh, Odin Intelligent website is defaced as hackers claim breach. <laughs> Defacements. Uh, this is such like brings me back to the to the late 90s where defacements were all the rage. Everyone would be looking on like, oh, who, who got graffiti sprayed onto their website? Um, but what is this all about? Od Odin Intelligence, a company that provides technology tools for law enforcement and yeah. police departments was defaced on Sunday. Well, they're just asking for it, aren't they? What do well, you and <laughs> so not it's not bad enough that they work with law enforcement, which always kind of puts a little bit of a, uh, uh, you know, a target on your back. Uh, they... They write some software that helps coordinate like um, uh, raids and stuff like this. And and they actually were doing some stuff about, um, I think, homeless people. They were using facial recognition. Yeah, there it is, down towards the bottom. And they were describing um, this in callous and degrading terms. So they were basically degrading humans. Like they were just they were just not kind about what. They did about that. They were also warned just recently that, hey, you have a vulnerability in your website. And the CEO was kind of like, bah, whatever. So between all of this, <laughs> I love this. And so we decided to hack them. The message left on the <laughs> website. Yes. Said, <laughs> I mean, basically, it was they're being asses. Um, you know, they're just they're just not they're just not a very professional organization, it seems. And for them to just blow off when somebody says, hey, you have a pretty significant, you know, uh, breach or uh, vulnerability there. That's just kind of a, uh, yeah. So not only did they deface, though, they also stole a, uh, it's a, it's an American term um, or a measurement. It's a metric butt ton. It's as close to metric as we get over here. Uh, <laughs> but a metric butt ton of data was stolen from these folks uh, and backups were supposedly shredded i don't know how that all came out um whether that's true or not mm -hmm. but we do know the data was in fact stolen so what, what is it with uh, and we're going off on a tangent here what is it with americans and not being able to quantify anything in proper amounts like a metric butt ton like you know they told, stole as much data uh, that could fill three football fields or as high as four double decker buses or or or, or what is it with your obsession with these things? Like, I it anything but metric. Anything but metric. I mean, you know, it's it's well, and over here we talk about you know we we try to talk in pounds, okay? But you guys, like, when it comes to measuring people, you have kilos, you have stones, you have all this kind of crazy stuff. There needs to be a translator for all this stuff that you guys do, and we don't want to be like that. We want to be efficient. That's why we took out all those extra letters y'all put in words too. <laughs> So uh, you can, <laughs> you can in a Nissan, as their strapline was uh, for the for the advertising many years ago. Uh, so they have a North America data breach caused by vendor exposed database. What is a vendor exposed database? Please pray tell. Yeah. So basically, this wasn't Nissan's fault, really. Okay. And this is this is what kind of kills me. They uh, they had a vendor that was doing some testing and things like that for them that they hired out to do this. And, you know, it's very common for organizations to get third parties to do this kind of stuff. Yay, happy days. Apparently, this 
third party didn't secure the database and it was left out there kind of flapping. So they ended up getting breached. But what, what gets me on these kind of stories, and, and I, I think it kind of sucks, is Nissan is the one that's remembered by this. I, I don't know if they've said it in here or not, but I have yet to see the actual organization that had the crappy database named anywhere. It all comes back on Nissan. It's all Nissan, Nissan, Nissan. Well, it is. It is. And, and so this is their where responsibility. Yeah, it is. It is because uh, let, let's speak. Whoa. I try. <laughs> no, so I think the the name of them is irrelevant. It's a bit like I've got a contractor in the house to fix the plumbing and they leave and they don't close the front door properly. It's still my responsibility as my house to make sure the doors closed when they leave. And, yep. you know, I don't need to name them. Now, if a, someone comes in and, and steals my my monitor or my, my, my microphone, which is pointed in the right direction now. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's, I can't really blame them. And, and I think I, I get what you're saying. It's. Well, uh, I, I'm not letting it, Nissan off the hook. Javon. No, don't, don't get that wrong because this, the, what I'm actually working towards is oh. this is why when you hire out third parties and stuff, your contracts have to be, very well in place. You need to make sure that they have good security on their side as well, right? You can't just go to some guy that advertises on Craigslist or, you know, Facebook marketplace or something like that and, and think it's all good, if, you know, but it, it really highlights the fact that for organizations that aren't ensuring that the people that are handling their data are at least up to their speed in security, it's going to reflect on that top level organization, not yep. the one below. You're yep. it's going to get shamed. And that's why it's so important. And I get that vendors push back when you're like, hey, we want to do some testing of your stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're good. We have a SOC 2 report. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, right. hello, oh, Worldwide oh, Tumo. Oh. Thank you for your comment. Hi, I want to offer promotion wow. of your channel. Viewers, followers, views, chatbots. The price is lower than any competitor. I love the these deals. Quality. Oh, honestly, Worldwide Tumo, you got a deal. Go off, promote Go us. Hype.com. <laughs> just, just promote us, and for every, and and then show us the results in a measurable way, and Eric will pay you. That's Wait, all I can. No, do. I was going to say you're going to pay him. Oh my that's, goodness, jeez, come on. Anyway, man. so so they, they only expect, accept dollars, man. They they want the dollar dollar, yo. They don't want none of these pound sterlings. No one, <laughs> yeah. no one knows what pound sterling is, is it? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, you guys ran away from Europe, and now the you know. Yeah. Anyways, well, we never adopted the euro. We we always that's kept true. our pounds. Though. That's true. You knew this was coming. Yes. Social security numbers stolen in PayPal cyber attack. Uh, about thirty five thousand users. Credential uh, stuffing. Ah, credential stuffing. So it's not quite a uh, as high tech cyber yeah. attack. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> so credential stuffing is where the you will use the same password across many websites. If one of them's breached, then the criminals say, oh, Eric Crone uses this one password everywhere. Let's try it against PayPal. It works. He hasn't enabled any form of multi-factor authentication. That allows me into your account. And now I can see everything and steal your data. Yep. Um, anything I'm missing there? 
No, that about sums it up. I mean, they use automated tools that basically just parse a list and goes out there and starts chucking credentials that are known good credentials from somewhere mm -hmm. else. It's just, it's amazing to me that we still deal with this, right? Uh, and, and people just don't seem to get why we harp so much on having not only, you know, complex and, you know, all that long passwords, but not reusing them. I have a slide in one of my decks that it, it basically it's like, it's the, the bird and it's like, come at me, bro. And I said, in my opinion, a, uh, a five a unique five character password with MFA is more secure than a 15 character password that's reused elsewhere. And I'm willing to, to fight that battle all day long because frankly, this happens more often than we see make the news, but it happens all the damn time. It does. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to just uh, think of the, the way you, you said it. And, and it's not even like a, a fair comparison in, in that way. It's a bit like, yeah. Um, so uh, it pains me to say, but I, I agree. Well, it happened okay. in North Face too, if you remember not too long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like this happens tens so of often. Thousands. Exactly, it yeah. It happens every day, every day. So um, <laughs> so there was uh, an illegal darknet market, Solaris. They do things that all darknet websites do, sell drugs and other illegal substances. And then there was a smaller competitor called Kraken. Um, who, who who claim to have hacked it? And They've been released. <laughs> so if if I remember correctly, and it might be in this story later, there was actually a Ukrainian researcher who claimed to have broken into Solaris in December, um, and okay. they stole. Aha! Yes, here it is. Uh, Holden claimed to have breached Solaris and stolen twenty five k, which was donated to a humanitarian <laughs> charity in Ukraine. So big up the Ukrainians uh, in the midst of a war. They're still like their, their cyber skills are bang on. Yeah. So Solaris disputed the claims. And so Holden later released more details and leaked source code. Oh. And probably it's from that, that uh, Kraken was able to figure out some big vulnerabilities. They said they were able to, uh, it, it took them three days to steal the clear text passwords and keys stored in Solaris servers, access its infrastructure, and then download everything without anyone stopping them. <laughs> Finally, uh, the attackers say they disabled Solaris Bitcoin server, which aligns with um, you know the, 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 their yeah. observations. Um, the the reason why this is actually uh, also uh, you know you might find it ha a good news story is that um, Solaris has um, very close connections with uh, the Kremlin. Uh, it's not in this story, but the, you know they've been shown to. Um, you know, be very pro-Russia. Okay. Uh, and um, they've paid uh, more than $44,000 worth of Bitcoin to KillNet, oh. which is one of the, the pro-Kremlin yeah. hacktivist group. So, um, all in all, a pretty good story, I think, to, to, to yeah. round up on. It's kind of funny how this kind of keeps happening over there. And, you know, there's no honor among thieves. And we've seen this kind of silliness go on for a long time, right? Like, you know, there's been Tor browsers that have been modified. Mm -hmm. uh, so if people go to pay Bitcoins or move Bitcoins around, it actually replaces. It's running its own proxy. So it replaces yeah. that Bitcoin yeah. wallet ID with their own. And so they get the Bitcoin. <laughs> I mean, there's like stuff like this. It, what was it? There was a 
there was a database hack a long time ago um, that was it, it was like so prevalent out there and everybody was doing it you would have groups that were two or three deep in encryption layers. So a company would get hit, their database would go offline, they would end up paying to have it decrypted, kind of a ransomware situation, only to find out that that had encrypted an already encrypted version. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they were doing this to each other. <laughs> this reminds me of that, uh, that news story, I can't remember, someone in the States where undercover cops bust undercover cops like posing as drug dealers <laughs> so it was just like the buyers and the sellers were both undercover cops and like they both like ended up busting each other I, i've got that spider-man meme in my head where they're yeah, all pointing yeah, at yeah. each other <laughs> pointing at him pointing at you <laughs> yep 100 percent. beautiful um, beautiful yes yeah so i think eric's run out of things to say when he does that throat clearing thing so i'll just be uh think of it as a mercy kill so um i'm merciful to you my viewers and towards eric you're welcome until next week stay secure my friends